3: Welcome along, it's episode 100 of the Full Throttle podcast from Eurosport, and something a little bit special for this 100th episode. I'm actually standing in the pit lane at Knockhill at the end of BSB Race Three, dark clouds looming, and I'm joined by a man who knows this place quite well, Gordon Sheddon. Have you enjoyed the weekend,
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, through all the challenges of putting the event on, to, to have the quality of racing that we've had has been, you know, has been fantastic for Scotland. It's been fantastic for Knockhill, and you know, looking at the you know the riders, you know, there's uh, like I said, there's been some great races. And then, you know, it's,
4: uh, the, the sun has shone all weekend as well. So, fantastic.
3: Now, obviously, you're a three-time British touring car champion. I remember you did a swap here with John McGuinness, didn't you, a few years ago. He drove the Honda. Uh, you rode the bike, the Honda bike. What's it like there watching bike racing around here in comparison with four wheels? I mean, it just looks so exciting. I think that's one of the, the key differences is that a, a, a well-driven car looks like it's dead easy and everybody could go and do it. But then when you watch the, the bike, guys, you stand and
0: watch on the outside and you just go, there's absolutely no way. You know, there's those that can and those who think they can. And it's very obvious, uh, you know, when you, when you see the racers in action.
3: Do you not fancy trading two wheels in? Uh, I, to be fair, I actually have. Uh, I've got one of my, uh, Michael Rutter's bikes. I've got a Batham's BMW, yeah, okay. so uh, I, do, I do a few track days. I don't pretend oh, nice. to be any good on it, but you know me. I, l- I love my bikes as much as my cars, but yeah. uh, it's all good fun. Flash, thanks very much good to see you thank glad you. you enjoyed the weekend the rain stayed away as well didn't it absolutely which was absolutely. quite a surprise thank you very much Gordon Sheridan there who of course is very much involved in the uh, organisation of the event here at Knockhill, along with his wife Gillian now I've spotted Nigel Snook from FS3 Kawasaki I'm going to try and muscle in here if we can Should we just muscle into a private conversation we're just on the Eurosport podcast Nigel congratulations guys
5: you've had a good weekend yeah I think we've had a rather good weekend the whole team has Rory in particular Rory's dad's delighted you know so um, bring on Brands Hatch but the poor lad
3: I felt a bit gutted for him I have to say I was watching trackside Ooh. it was he did everything right for the whole race the
5: timing of that red flag unbelievable yeah well he, he shook his head to us going across the line after 20 laps because he still hadn't fully recovered from race one mm. and you couldn't put your thumb in his forearm when he came in so he's under the knife tomorrow afternoon uh, right. and then we've got some treatments to help yeah. with the healing so he may be a bit sore at Brands Hatch but at least it will be done but funnily enough when you just popped the microphone in then mm-hmm. we were just chatting Darren and I were chatting with mike about um doing a bit of research to get him to the next level of professional advice on nutrition fitness you know not just stamina because he can ride a mountain bike from here to inverness and Mm, back mm. but but a bit of upper body strength uh, a bit of thigh strength you don't know and maybe because he's performed so well and he's a son of scotland we might be able to use that to our advantage with perhaps one of the universities that uh, work with sports people so who knows Greg mm. who knows
3: good weekend racing though and dad we saw you on the telly as well didn't we a great little yeah. feature Eurosport put together Oh yeah well um I'll, I'll maybe watch that later have <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you not seen it yet uh, well I just saw it without any volume thankfully
6: <laughs> but yeah no this weekend's just been fantastic um we, we came here hoping for maybe a couple of top tens possible top fives and
3: well we're, we're going away very happy yeah, yeah congratulations that win's coming I'm just going to grab Shaky Burns sorry to have interrupted uh, no, your conversation so nice I'll come you. back and see you in a minute okay. congratulations mate how are you Shaky Burns with us we're just on the podcast you're still live aren't you uh, no, no, I'm done. Are you, are you, are you well. done now? They're still live. Eurosport guys are still live behind us. I just thought to do a bit of a live podcast, walking around. Have you had a good weekend? Yeah, I've actually. It's been uh, really interesting, and I think that we've
7: uh, we've been spared of the of the rain that I think we all thought we were going to get. So mm-hmm. it's made for some good, clean racing. Um, you know, a lot of moves here, as there always is at Knockhill. You know, such a tight, technical, physically demanding little circuit. It's a real scratcher circuit, you know, and when a move happens here it's generally quite a big one it's either into the into the last hairpin or you know into into some of the tighter sections at the first part of the track and yeah, uh, yeah we've seen plenty of moves today haven't we so since some great racing and yeah, looking forward to seeing what uh, young Rory can do going forward because you know there's a bit of pressure on him to perform here at home. He's done a load of laps on stock bikes and stuff around here, and mm. you know knows the place like the back of his hand. So uh, see if he can carry this momentum now into Brands Hatch and Fruxton, and you know later races after that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see
3: how it develops. You're doing podcasts with really famous people now, aren't you? Pull Hollywood people like that. You've sort yeah. of you've ditched me, haven't you? No, I not ditched you <laughs> at all. I thought you ditched me. To be fair, it's because uh, it wasn't here last year because of the pandemic.
7: Well, you want be living it up in spain or whatever it was you was doing um giving it the giving it the rock star lifestyle i mean listen i'm i'm always here for a chat with you greg you know that um yeah podcast we did a podcast throughout the throughout lockdown just to uh just to just to give something back really because i think a lot of people have struggled with uh you know being being told that you can't do this and you can't do that nobody likes being told what to do especially me and uh, even i play by the rules so um yeah we did the podcast and uh did I don't know how many episodes we did six or seven episodes or whatever and yeah got through lockdown and gave me something to do something to focus a on depressing time wasn't it that's for sure yeah Not the podcast the lockdown yeah no I was going to say thanks for that I mean I, <laughs> I actually thought the podcast was great Now I'm joking um, yeah it's been it's it, it we did what we said we were going to do you know we did a little podcast to, to give something back and give people
3: something to listen to whilst whilst they were sat indoors and uh, yeah I think it went alright yeah I think it did as well I'm going to go and try and find Danny Bucking. it was good good stuff though wasn't it we've had a Kawasaki win and we've had um, two BMW wins yep. and three Ducati wins yeah a bit of everything this weekend it's been great um,
7: yeah everybody's going to be uh, having their thoughts immediately on this uh, little kickabout that's going on tonight I reckon now mm. but uh, yeah really looking forward to seeing that I think we're going to uh, get to see the first half maybe in the airport on the way home and then uh, the second half will be happening whilst I'm in the sky so uh, curious to see what happens mm. when we land I'll be
3: watching it in the hotel because I'm saying I'll see you yeah, in a bit well we can't all be rock stars like you <laughs> yeah that's shaky bone five time six time BSP champion talking I always call him a five time champion just to annoy him Rachel is just going in for an interview with uh, Glenn Owen at Honda which uh, you would have seen by now on the live Eurosport show of course it was Glenn's crash down at Scotsman Corner which brought out the red flag to end this uh, third race prematurely I'm now standing outside the Cinetic BMW garage, and Danny Buchan's getting ready for a, a photo shoot after two glorious victories here at Knockhill this weekend. He's always gone well here, of course. He won here on a Kawasaki as well. And it's brilliant, isn't it, to see the new BMW M1000RR having won. That's their first and second race wins now, then, with that new bike. Just looking into the McCam's Yamaha garage. It's obviously riders we're looking for now. I can't, but just to give you an idea of what's happening down here in this pit lane, there's dark, dark clouds. Seagulls flying overhead. Get quite a lot of seagulls actually here at Knockhill. I'm sure it will be raining sooner rather than later, but we've somehow escaped the rain, as everyone said already. It's obviously been a curtailed weekend with only two days of track action, following the restrictions from the Scottish government to. Uh, only 1,000 spectators into the events. Everyone's uh, patience wearing quite thin, I think it's fair to say. But then again, we're in a privileged position in comparison with a lot of people. Right, second. mate, sorry I walked past you
8: before we are just recording sorry. the podcast. Congratulations, yeah. mate. Not bad. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, credit to the, the Synec BMW team. You know, they put a fantastic package underneath me and, you know, that makes my job a lot easier. Um, bit of a different second race. It was a bit harder, but I knew that if I got a bit of clear track, I had the pace to pull away. Yeah. And I kind of knew... The guys in front looked like they were struggling a little bit, so um, yeah I managed to sort of get into the lead and the red flag come out, which is never a nice thing, but um, but yeah, I mean credit to the team, you know. The bike was fantastic and it made my job easy.
3: I've got to say I was watching down at turn one, I don't normally get the chance to watch the racetrack side and looking at the Eurosport app on my phone. I mean Rory had the lead every single time you came through and he had a bit of an advantage, didn't he? And then yeah. all of a sudden you were
8: ahead. Great lunge though at Clark Corner, wasn't it? I watched yeah. it back after. Well I knew I was always faster than everybody else there, so I knew that. If there was an opportunity, it had to be there, yeah. and I didn't want to waste time with with the amount of laps left. I needed to make an opportunity, and that's what I did. And yeah, I mean, fantastic. I'm over the moon. It hasn't quite sunk in yet, the double, but um, but yeah, like I've said hundreds of times, credit to the team. Thanks to my sponsors. Thanks to everyone involved. You know, it's. Um, Yeah, it's hard to sort of grasp these moments and and look after them, but I will be doing that for tonight at least.
3: Are these winglets making um, as much of a difference as we all thought they would on tracks like Nock Hill and Alton?
8: I think so. I think they are. You know, you see Peter really strong at Alton with the BMW. Um, Had he not got arm pump, he probably would have been higher up maybe. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's definitely helped here for me. um, And yeah, we'll see it, Brands Hatch.
3: But I tell you what, though, it must be confidence boost in coming into a new team and winning this soon. I mean, you know, it's only the second round.
8: Yeah, and I keep saying in all the interviews I've been doing about the, the project, like it's a project, and we're so early in the development stage of the M1000 that, that we've got so much more to come yet, and it's fantastic to get the win so early on for the bike and for the manufacturer and, and obviously with the team. So, Good luck, mate. Thanks very much. And uh, sorry I walked past Danny Bucking before... Oh, Ryan Vickers here
3: Ryan just a quick one we're on the Eurosport podcast Have you had a good race?
9: Yeah it's been alright It's um, it's been a good weekend for me really uh, consistent uh, good results really I mean it's first time racing here on a superbike so it's uh, yeah true of course it's yeah. been a big learning curve through the testing and stuff like that to, to get to where we are and to be honest we was a lot closer than what we what we expected I mean even then we was uh, I think the first race we finished 7 seconds off the leader second race was 5 seconds and this race was 4 yeah it's a couple of laps shorter but we were running the same pace as the the front guys um, every lap. So Where did you start in that one, Ryan? 10th, uh, we, yeah, we okay. was back a little bit, which was a bit of a pain, really. I mean, you look at O'Halla in his podium first race, yeah. and then he went back on the grid a little bit, and then yeah. he's not finished in the great position since. And it's mm. it just shows you that that position on the grid really, really helps, because, yeah, sure, you yeah. know, everybody's fast around here. Yeah. Um, and there's not many places to overtake without making a mistake as well. Like you got the last last hairpin to overtake, but there's a lot of bumps, there's a lot of things that can put you out of shape and make you run wide and lose three positions. So you've gotta be you've gotta be really precise when you're making a move. So it's um it's been a great weekend. Look this first, first third of the season is just about getting results and yeah. you know getting finishes under our belt, and that's what we've done. So. That's what you guys always mention, though, isn't it? It's not necessarily the position, but
3: the gap to the leader, isn't it? And like you say, it's come down gradually in every race here.
9: Yeah, exactly, and it just shows how tight it is. It shows yeah. how tight it is. I mean, it's this, th- I think there was 10, 12 people that could probably win a race or at least fight for a podium in that race um, or in all three races. But um, yeah, we've learned a lot. We've learned a lot with the bike. Um, Especially from Alton Park, we struggled with tyre life. Here, we've made some changes, and I think um, I think our strongest thing was was our tyre life um, with the same tyre. Um, it's a shame we didn't get them last six races then because I just did a personal best lap time. And, we and started. this is on the, the X, isn't yeah. it, which is
3: new in BSP this year.
9: Yeah, that's it. So I think I think everyone's running the X now. I think a few people um, dabbled with zero at Alton Park, but. Mm. I think the problem is is the guys that are on the podium are using the X, so yes. it can work. You've yeah. just got to figure out how to make it work, and I think we've made a big step of that, so hopefully we can take this on to, to the next round.
3: I've got to say before we can, obviously the listeners can't see this, but Ryan's walking down the pit lane with his leathers open. How do I get a six-pack like you?
9: <laughs> Eat well, train hard. <laughs> Eat
3: well, train hard. Yeah, I bet it's easier, not easier said than done, probably. Thanks, mate. See you in a bit. That was uh, Ryan Vickers from the RAF Regular and Reserves Kawasaki team, of course, run by Lee Hardy Racing. And he's been a bit unlucky, hasn't he, really, since stepping up to BSB. He got involved in a few incidents that weren't his fault, taken down and uh, lost some decent points. Uh, I think I can see... Glen Irwin, yes I can, he's got his back team. I'm going to just walk into the Honda garage, let's see if I can just grab him for a second, I mean just to give you a picture, I'm in the Honda garage now and already mechanics are packing things away, there's pit boards being brought in off the pit wall, there's paddock stands and, and fans that keep the riders cool and all sorts of things scattered around the garage, there's also a camera on a tripod because I think it's BSB TV or perhaps Honda themselves are filming some video features. Ah. Josh Close from MCN's here as well. I'm on the Eurosport podcast, so obviously, uh, not that you'd swear anyway, Josh, because you are the least foul-mouthed person in the paddock, and that's not a joke. Have you had a good weekend? No,
10: it's been really good. First time at Knock Hill. It's uh, it's certainly a unique place to be, but no, there was some fantastic racing, as we've seen.
3: Of course, you like Ryan Vickers, I was just chatting with. Of course, he'd not raced here on a BSB bike before either, had he? Because several venues were off the calendar last year with the pandemic.
10: No, that's right. It's new for a lot of people, and it's... uh, to have Knock Hill as your second, well, for the rookies this year especially, to have mm. Knock Hill as your second race ever, it's hard, especially after Alton. True,
3: true. What have you made of it then? You've got to send some copy back to our beloved friend, the sports editor of MCN, Michael Guy later. What are you going to go with for your spreads? Uh, this will be going out later. Well, I know your spreads go out on Wednesday, don't they, in the paper? So this might be out before, but what can we expect in Wednesday's MCN? I mean, obviously the biggest stories from here are BMW are back, first
10: wins since 2017. I think yeah. even longer for the Scenetic. You've been saving that one, haven't you? I have, I've been, <laughs> I had that written down in my notepad ready for that. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, it's great to see BMW back up there. You're great for the Scenetic as well, but Rory Skinner.
3: Yeah, Rory Skinner, he, he's what, my rider of the weekend, I think.
10: By far, you know, what a young talent he is, yeah. you know, he's had a lot of... <sighs> Maybe a little bit of hype surrounding him because we know what he's done in the past, but uh, he's really proven it. And I know he's been at Knock Hill thousands
3: of times, but to do it on a superbike
10: yeah. at the first attempt, you know, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. Let's see
3: if I can g- grab Glenn Irwin before he walks off. Sorry, Josh. Glenn. Just a really quick one. We're on the Eurosport podcast. Are you all right?
6: Yeah, yeah, fine. Uh,
3: obviously, so unfortunate. Um, not sitting in the position where we're used to being
6: or want to be, but...
3: You were catching them, though, weren't yeah. you? I was watching at Duffy's Tip, and every lap you came by, you were G- a little bit closer you know, to that pack. Do you
6: know we starting to filter back? Yeah, um, and I yeah. knew that we had to do him very fast to go with Lee and Ryan and, uh, and Hickey. Um, but he he just had a technical problem there was nothing I could do he put his foot out fair play to him to signal he thought he had oil so he was doing the right thing and getting off the racing line but I was off the racing line to to pass him Um, it's the boys deserve the result this weekend and we've worked so hard and clearly I have underlying issues going on at the minute from a fatigue and health perspective but they gave me something that makes my job easier and yeah the boys deserve just deserve like I know like a top 10 or something isn't shouting about but if it's a top 10 when you're in the group mm. like first isn't too far away you can I, I was actually watching cuz Rory's had a phenomenal weekend so I had a little look to see if he was leading the race cuz he's uh, <laughs> he was for almost all I've seen him leading so yeah hats off to you know to Danny and and to Rory um we go and we take what we've learned that's the important thing it's been frustrating you last night we were nearly at loggerheads with each other within the team and mm. This this team's great, we bounced back today and we it's been a great race three, really. just uh such an unfortunate ending. This is racing. No one's fault whatsoever.
3: And in terms of time, you were, like you say, you were right there, were not yeah,
6: you? Yeah, lap time's there, you know, I think we're lapped maybe a tenth off what the race winner done and you know, and it's on lap eleven we're doing that. Um so yeah, that we made huge steps forward. It's uh frustrating the old wrist is a bit tender now we'll say nothing about that yeah. we'll see what
3: happens Javi. yeah yeah well i'm glad you're all right anyway that's the main thing yeah glenn's got a bit of mud on his leathers um just while i was talking to glenn i had a quick look at my phone i've got a missed call from josh close did you call me i'll see you in a minute josh right i see that some suspicious characters from uh eurosport have uh, gone off air and i think i'm going to be able to catch up with a few of them now in fact uh I'm just going to stick the microphone in and interrupt the conversation between Neil McKenzie and James Whittam because I know how much they always love to be on the Eurosport podcast. What was the question again? I was just on the Eurosport podcast. I was wondering what you were talking about. Uh, We're talking about uh, v vans compared to um, Transporters compared to Ford Transit. Fascinating.
11: It is absolutely fascinating. You could learn a lot, Greg, I've, I've got to say. Have <laughs> you had a good weekend? Yeah, a really good weekend. I think the racing up here has been brilliant. Uh, really pleased the weather stayed virtually dry for the, for the, for the duration. Uh, and there's no better place to be when it's like this. I loved racing here and I love the welcome we get because this is their biggest meeting of the year and they know it and we know it and the welcomers.
3: I just felt sorry for the Scottish fans because I was watching at Duffy dip and everyone was expecting Rory to win and then all of a sudden the red flags come out and he comes around and he's in second. They couldn't believe it. Yeah, I
11: tell you what though, uh, that is the best transition from any class to going into super the super bike class that I've ever seen in my time, honestly. Really, I don't know what. Well, ask Neil.
3: Neil's just consuming a, what's that you got Neil is that a Mars bar no it's not a Mars bar what, what is it? I'm just interested in what does a three time oh it's a lion bar they oh, nice they are lions on my shirt bar oh very good very good um, though it's been a good weekend hasn't it great for the Scottish riders your son included
4: yeah we've had well, both. we've had four Scottish riders I've had four podiums this weekend so amazing yeah R- really good for Taz and Rory Taz definitely would have settled for for two podiums Rory was amazing and uh, yeah feel good factors here at Not Kill and Taylor uh, Taylor the one first superstock race unfortunately went down black. in the second, but, yeah, no, so we're it's happy. It's but true. and the best so thing is we had rain forecast funny. all weekend and we haven't had a spot, so oh, it's, it's just on, been, yeah, been brilliant.
3: Know, as we stand here, we're looking down towards Duffy's tip over the bridge, aren't we, Neil, from the pit yeah. lane? And there's a big ominous black cloud, but it's been there for most of the day, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just been hanging there. I
4: can't believe it. It's been from. normally yeah, it just lands on Knock hill, but it's been circulating, so we're, we're really lucky. We had amazing races. Uh, the weather's been good. It's been warm, and what crowd we've had, they have had a thoroughly good time.
3: I was talking with Gordon Shedden before who obviously uh, was very pleased to see the bikes back here at Knockhill. Oh, in fact, it's vitally important that we've had some proper national racing, you know, with respect to everyone else. A big championship back at Knockhill, isn't it? Because it had been a bit of a wait for them.
4: Certainly has. Yeah, we missed last year. The riders love coming here. I mean, Danny Bucking couldn't love, live any further south than Essex and he loves the place, obviously. And yeah, it's, it's challenging. It has got everything. It's it's just over a mile long, but it's got fast corners, slow corners, chicanes, elevation changes. It really is a challenge for riders. And, and, and then not kill people, put everything into it. Too. So to have British superbikes here is just brilliant.
3: Just before I go, Neil, I just noticed that Eurosport is still on air because they're playing out the second Talent Cup race that we commentated on earlier yeah. on today. There's been some good racing there, hasn't there?
4: Certainly, the Talent Cup is, is amazing. So many youngsters in there, all progressing, learning the trade. Uh, we We had some runaway winner in Ivan Belford, which was amazing. Got a few riders injured now that will come back later in the season. It really is. And it's a proper road to MotoGP. You do well in that championship and you are on your way. Mm.
3: Thanks for everything over the weekend, Neil. Say hi to Jan as well, because I didn't see her earlier on. Say goodbye. Thanks, Neil. Uh, Jan, of course, uh, Neil's wife, who works with the McCams team. In fact, for many years, she was the head of hospitality at McCams and she's still around in the paddock regularly as well. I'm just gonna go out onto the grid because I see that Charlie Hiscott is here. He's actually been here as floor manager of the Risky and he doesn't know what I'm doing here. Of course, I'm live, I'm, I'm doing the Eurosport podcast. How are you? The full throttle podcast? Absolutely. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's just walk away because Matt Roberts is doing Absolutely. highlights links and I don't want to interrupt him. Um, these are all highlights links that go out is this across really the week. The full throttle podcast. Yeah, this is the full throttle podcast being recorded live in the pit lane at Knockhill. We're now standing on the middle of the track, aren't we, Charlie, looking down towards it. So you've been in a floor manager role this weekend, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. That, is that a bit strange now that you're a celebrity? No, I love it. We're not obviously it is yeah I mean the money's not
12: so good but uh, <laughs> no, it's been brilliant actually I love it it's been really good fun actually I like to come and do a BSP every now and again because you get a lot of information from this paddock and it helps in the other mm, paddocks yeah. that I work in so it's a really good fun job there's no stress I don't have to know anything about it, the editorial or anything like that I literally just have to sort of bark at people a little bit push people around and it's great fun and, it's, and I love coming to Knock Hill as well it's a
3: fantastic event um, so all good. You're one of the few people who actually work across the three paddocks, aren't you, in and out? Obviously with BT and MotoGP, doing some commentary there now as well, grid walks and pit reporting and world Superbikes with us at Eurosport and floor managing at BSP. What's that like going between all three paddocks? It's hard
12: work. Are you ever at home? Um, jack of all trades, master of none. That's basically <laughs> what I am, so I don't know very much about all of them, basically, in a nutshell. Do you, um, have, a, do you have a favourite? Um, no, they're all so different. They're all such different championships to work in yeah. that actually, no, they're all brilliant. I, I feel like it's really... I'm really lucky because um, they are all so different. How's your weekend been, Greg? It must be a bit weird for you not being sort of lead commentator here, isn't it?
3: that's not so weird it was weird the fact I only had two races had the British talent cut race didn't I well those two one both of them today so I had a whole day on Saturday just to go around and catch up with people it was quite nice in a way though to get to know some of these younger kids Mm. and their dads and their grandmothers and all the other people involved because they're going to be the stars of the future aren't they so if you can get to know them now you're going to about to make some sort of sarcastic remark I could think of far worse people to be the Jack um, how good was Rory Skinner I tell you what, I felt, I'm i really pleased with Danny Buckham, but I was yeah. a bit gutted for Roy. I was watching down at Duffus Tiff, and I hardly ever get to watch a race from the side of the track. And it's amazing, by the way. You feel like commentating on it. I need to do it more. That the, that's the corner they named after you, isn't it? Duffus Tiff? Yeah. <laughs> I felt a bit gutted for Skidder. I'm really pleased for Bucken, but Skinner was in the lead every lap, and he was edging away, edging away, edging away. Then we saw a red flag come out, and the next thing you know, they come over the hill, and Bucken's in the lead. Yeah, it's a good rating, actually. I
12: have to say, I mean, Rory Skinner is special, yeah. isn't he? And I He's love still only
3: ride. 19, can you
12: believe it? No, and really easy to deal with. We've been pushing him around. In fact, I've got to go and push him around in a minute. And um, just lovely to deal with, really calm, really, just a nice, nice guy. And yeah, definitely the future, isn't
3: he? I'm going to go and try and find him, actually, if you've got to do... Have you got to do something on the TV, have you? He's in his garage? I'm going to try and grab him for the podcast. Matt's still recording, so I'll get Matt in a minute. You You probably can't hear him in the background, actually, with this microphone, but he's just... Basically, what he's doing is recording his link, so he's with our cameraman, Simon August, one of our several cameramen here at BSB. Uh, recording the link so he has to do a welcome to the show. Um, you know, after the break, we'll be back with highlights of Supersport, that sort of thing, and obviously a final goodbye as well because there's different versions of our highlights programs that go out. Now, Rory Skinner is here, but I think he's about to do an interview, so I might just have to wait for a second because. As you can imagine, if somebody's recording a video, it would be quite rude of me to just barge in while they're patiently waiting, and I'm just doing a podcast that could be edited. I'll tell you who I can get. Mr. Jack Burnickle, lead commentator for Eurosport. He's strolling up the pit lane, and I know Jack Burnickle
11: would love to be on the Eurosport podcast. How are you, Jack? <laughs> have you had a good I'm weekend? Well. well, thank you. Have you had a good weekend? How could you not have a good weekend round here? The weather's, the weather's played ball. Actually, it never looked like a threatening, knockhill day. Even with the, the locals were saying, no, it's not going to rain, it's going to be a good day, and it's been beautiful. I was watching Trackside for race three,
3: the last race today, and that cloud has been up there, and I think it's going to rain any second. And it didn't, did it? No, that's,
11: that's because you have a streak of pessimism in you that you need to get rid of, <laughs> Gregory. I need to say there's more of a chance of sunshine, don't I? <laughs> there's um, always a chance of sunshine, and we had plenty of it. Before you go, Jack, because we are walking
3: along the pit lane, and we're going to run out of pit lane soon, and we'll have to stop, won't we? But... Rider of the Weekend for you? It's got to be Skinner, hasn't
11: it, or Buchan? Um, with all due respect to Danny, I think it's Skinner because judging by the way that, that he's made Whittam fairly speechless in uh, what he's done.
3: We both know well Whittam's not usually speechless. No,
11: exactly, exactly. So for Wit to be that incredulous at something that a kid's done, it makes you think, yeah, that is something quite different. I've stolen your pencil case, by the way, while you've been out of the commentary box, so good luck finding it. I haven't really. Oh,
3: Jack, Jack's not happy with that. I, Jack has always, this fantastic... A, it's a cat, isn't it? Just tell us what it is. Tell the listeners
11: what your pencil case is and what colour it is. Do you know what? I, I can't remember. Anybody at Bagpuss, that's the name of it, oh, Bagpus. It. it was a yeah. present about 20 years ago. It's, it's had a long life across <laughs> several continents.
3: Lovely. Jack, I'll let you get on. I'm going to see who else I can find. I'm going to try and get Rory Skinner. In fact, he's coming, he's here now. Rory, can I grab you for a second or have you got TV stuff? Okay, I'll see
11: you in a minute. Congratulations. Darren Fry with him there as well. TV takes priority over the podcast, Jack. What's going on? It does, mate. (laughs) Why shouldn't it? He's got, um, oh, there's Tom Warren going past on a small bike. But the thing is that everybody's packing up. I'll tell you who you should speak to, but I think he might have just escaped us. And that was uh, Phil Neal, Philip Neal, who's got suddenly found himself after not winning winning a race since 2016 he's got two of them
7: yes like like
11: buses have we just walked straight past him have we Uh, no I think he might have sneaked away because here's the Cinetic BMW garage I'll try and find him Um, I'll see you at Brands
3: Hatch Jack or wherever we're next going to meet each other tell you what we'll do Matt Roberts is sat down and they're waiting for the Rx, as it's known, the retransmission of the talent cut race to finish. I might grab Matt for a very, very quick word because he's planning his closing links and everything, I think, before he goes off air. So I'm not going to keep him for long. Matthew, very quickly for the podcast. Have you had a good weekend?
4: Tremendous weekend, thank you, Greg. Yeah,
3: still busy, aren't you? About to go off it?
4: Yeah, yeah. We've just got the last bit to do now, so we've. Uh, this is the uh, bit where we try not to screw up all weekend's. Good work, Greg. You know how it is. <laughs> right, have a good one. I'll
3: leave you in peace because he's busy with notes, putting things together. But I thought it would be unfair not to speak with Matt, considering i have spoken with more or less the whole Eurosport crew. Actually, I can get I can get Rory Skinner now while he's waiting. Rory, just a really quick one for the Eurosport Podcast because I know you've got to do a TV interview. Well done mate, that was an amazing weekend. Oh cheers.
13: I I don't have words for what's happened this weekend. It is so so amazing. I don't think he's gonna set in until later on in the week what's what I've, what I've achieved today. But uh, yeah I'm so happy. FSU race have done a great job for us and uh, yeah, I can't thank them enough.
3: I remember commentating on you when you were racing with Mark Keane in the CV when you were about 14 and scored a top five, I think it was. I can't believe you're still only 90 now.
13: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty hectic few years, really. You know, as you said, top fives in CV, racing with the best of them. But uh, yeah, here we are, two two superbike podiums today one of the toughest domestic series in the world. So uh, yeah, I can't complain at that. And it'd be nice to be maybe one day be back racing with them, uh, all the boys I was racing with in CV. I felt. Have you got to go for an interview or have got a second? You, I
3: think we're okay for a moment. Yeah. I think we're okay.
13: But I'll let, if you have to run,
3: just run. Yeah, I have to I'm delighted for Danny Buckingham, but I was a bit gutted for you because I was watching trackside and all the Scottish fans were expecting a win and then the red flag came out and then you came round and you weren't in the lead. We couldn't believe it. I
13: was, in one way, I was gutted because I'd led led for yeah. so many laps, but at the same time, I was struggling a bit with arm pump, which I'm way down to get an operation on tomorrow night, so... Yeah. It's, uh, that will soon be a thing of the past and uh, you know, oh, you live and you learn It's uh, I would not think I would have rode the race any differently, obviously if the arm pump might have been an issue then it would have been maybe would have been able to keep my gap and kind of yeah, make a little gap a little, a little gap a bit bigger but you know, it is what it is I'm super happy with this weekend in general my, my goal was a top 10 and yeah, I think it's fair to say that I've uh, smashed it
3: Funny, just quickly, how have you made the X tire work because the Kawasaki couldn't use it before, but it seems to be working now.
13: Just at all, and it was just a different style of track. It, I just didn't feel like it gave us any benefit, and we could get the same amount of kind of grip and feel from a zero. So, right, okay. yeah, you know, this weekend the X to me felt like a bit of a bit of a a boost. So, yeah, we stuck with it. We ran it. You could kind of feel like dropping off through the race, but I was I was super happy with it, and yeah, i Great great job by the team. I'll let you go. Nice to meet you, by the way,
3: because I've not met Rory properly before, believe it or not. You say hello to people around the paddock, but that's the first interview I've actually done with Rory Skinner. It's strange because you feel like you know people, and uh, sometimes you realise that you've actually not spoken to them before, which is always a bit of a weird feeling. I'm now walking back down the pit line, squishing between a van on one side and the pit wall on the other side. It's, it's controlled chaos, I would describe it as, because A, they know there's rain coming, and they don't want to get wet and there's quite a lot of stuff to put away dismantling the pit gantries and all that sort of thing you see the team structures when you watch on the tv they have uh, pit stands with screens on they're not usually there they are temporary structures that are put up uh, for each each race weekend i'm just looking out over the pit wall somebody's jogging the circuit that's probably what i should be doing and that rain is still not falling just yet but i'm sure it will be (laughs) very soon actually Darren Fry is here from FS3 Kawasaki I think it's worth a quick chat with Darren we've spoken with Rory we've spoken with Nigel so it's probably only right we speak with Darren as well who's a former racer himself uh, one of the nicest guys I would say in the paddock and he can't hear me yet so I'm not just saying it because I'm standing in front of him because he can't yet hear me but um, he's doing an interview I think with BSB TV at the moment so uh, no with Knockhill Hill TV sorry it's with Duncan from Knockhill. Hill uh, they always do a great effort here actually as, uh, as a circuit to promote the events happening on their on their track and there's always some uh good clips up on the knock hill youtube page of course i have the british Touring car championship here as well that's their other big series along with uh, british super bikes and i'm going to grab darren in a second as soon as he's finished chatting away with duncan who as I say i would have spoken to myself but he's busy recording his own interview so that would be a bit of a, a weird one there who would actually interview who so it's a bit strange i have to say just standing in the pit lane talking to yourself people looking at you talking at yourself But it's all in the name of the Full Throttle podcast. And this is indeed episode 100 now of Full Throttle since we started back in 2018. I would just like to say, actually, at this point, thank you to all of you for your support, for subscribing wherever you may listen to the podcast and sending the questions in on Twitter and uh, the various other comments and suggestions you make to us. Uh, All comments, welcome. All feedback, welcome from everybody here in the uh, Eurosport team. Right. Darren. Darren, very, very quickly. I know you've done a load of interviews. We're on the Eurosport podcast. Well done, mate. It's been a pretty good weekend, hasn't it? It's been fantastic, hasn't it? You know,
1: it's... Uh, at the end of the day, you know, Rory had a... Uh, uh, this was his confidence track. This is where we kind of hoped he had a good weekend because I think there was a, the, the element of his, you know, psyche, which was, am I really... Should I be here? Am I ready for it? Can I ride a super bike? But do you know what? he can do all those things and I'd said to him earlier and everyone laughed but everybody kind of went I said listen every track is only like an accumulation of straights and corners and at the end of the day you know you can ride a super bike you started on the front row you've had a pole position you started from the front you've led races what else is there to be nervous about you know how the bike needs to feel now hey you know he's had a mega weekend and and you can look at it two ways the 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 last race you can say isn't it a shame that the race wasn't stopped? Maybe you know half a lap before, and we'd have won. But on the other hand, I look at it the other way. His arm, his arm situation is really quite painful for him. Um, and if it hadn't got stopped, maybe it'd have finished a lot further down. So actually, I take it as good luck, not oh, not not poor luck.
3: You know. That's interesting. So you reckon with the arm pump, he would have just he would have dropped back over those last yeah, four. I mean,
1: we we were really realistic all, all the way through, and the lead up to the to, to the race weekend as well that. You know, if he could be up there a bit and drop back, and you know, we knew how bad his arm was. He's seen a couple of specialists. He's booked in for his operation tomorrow. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a queue of BSB riders there. There's about three or four that I've heard that have all got appointments within about <laughs> an hour of each other. Um, or in the Dunfermline uh, infirmary? No, no, down in. It's quite Man- hard to say that, <laughs> yeah. but no, down in uh, Manchester, a specialist called uh, uh, Mike Hayton right. and. Uh, and yeah so he's done he's looked after a lot of the boys um so Rory went to see him literally straight after Alton Park and uh, we took a lot of advice I uh, thought you know obviously done it in conjunction with Rory and his family and you know uh okay it might make the next round a bit difficult but after that there's a long season left and it gives us the opportunity to build again so you know, the kid's obviously got loads of talent, he's got a good work ethic, he's from a good family, exactly the same as Lee. You know, good yes. work yes. ethic, loads of talent, uh, and comes from a good family. And you know, Lee, Lee's a bit down. He shouldn't be. You know, look who he's racing with. It, uh, you know, all lads that have won races, uh, and he was <clears throat> given as good as he gets, but he got caught up in traffic. He was having a little bit, he's still searching for that like that final bit of the the puzzle um when it comes to stopping the bike
3: don't don't, don't suffer we can explain to the full throttle listeners what's happening alan gardner from omg just walked up behind darren and he's been let's say distracting him
2: what are you doing alan causing was, trouble just, as you No, i was just um just tweaking darren's nipple he yeah. quite likes it i think you know you get two seconds in superbike you deserve a nipple tweak so if omg wins a race again what's going to happen then? I'll oh. tell you what, he owes me big time Pro- it promises <laughs> promises oh, oh god
3: I've just thought of the promises I've made yeah Yeah.
1: are you going to share them with the listeners no no no, no, um, no. probably it is a family <laughs> podcast be good.
3: <laughs> it is a family <laughs> yeah. podcast no it won't <laughs> Darren no, thank you Alan don't run off I'm going to have to have a chat with you now Darren Brilliant. thanks for that thanks appreciate Take it care. keep it clean Boys. First of all, Adam, uh, you're obviously naturally one of my favourite people in the paddock because you come from my neck of the woods, don't you? Stratford Upon Avon slash Ulster area in Warwickshire. Yeah, um, yeah, but we've never caught you drinking, so I don't know what's wrong with you, really. Well, the way you give me a few drinks in your hospitality back at Alton Park when I couldn't go in the media centre due to COVID restrictions.
2: Well, it's ridiculous, but you know if you need looking after or anybody at Eurosport, we're we're there to
3: do that for you. Thanks very much, Alan. And uh, if any, if we can help you, you with anything, let us know as well.
2: How's it gone for you? I mean, um, watching trackside, one of your bikes was right up there in the top group, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Brad's had Brad's had quite a good weekend, really. Although he, he's he's still quite frustrated by it. He hasn't he hasn't quite done what he wanted. Um, but we're getting there. His injuries now, He's obviously, his problems are over there. Um, we just need a little bit more for him, make the bike come to him a little bit more so, so that he can you know, actually be fighting for the win rather than, than fifth. But, you know, fifth for us is great, you know
3: just to give everyone an idea Adam, I mean how many seasons have you been here now is it three
2: is this your third this is fourth season mate. this is the
3: fourth, fourth already season, yeah. wow it okay, goes so quick doesn't it
2: we have won a race
3: you have with Josh Elliott of we course of course Elliott, I was,
2: remember yeah which is really quite scary That Silverstone but, yeah um, that was 2019 wasn't it, it uh, yeah it was um, but nice to be first across the line which we weren't there so in, until we're first across the line which I hope Brad well, actually I hope Brad and Kyle do that for me this yeah, year yeah. Um, then there'll be true wins for us and yeah, can't wait. Yeah, for anyone who can't remember or
3: wasn't watching at the time, that was the race when the McCamps Yammer House had a bit of a coming together at the last corner, wasn't it? And a went down after contact with McKenzie, and then Josh yeah. finished second, McKenzie was dropped back, and you won the race.
2: Yeah, so, so as I say, not really. It is a real win. I mean, the team, we've got, we got a constructive title for that, and so a trophy for that, yeah. um, which is lovely for the guys because they deserve it. But again, until we're first across, you, you want to beat people when everybody's at the best, and then it's a real win because nobody can take anything from you.
3: Two quick questions. One of them's a serious one. One of them's a semi-serious. Well, they're both serious questions in some ways. Um, first one, Dave Neal, our colleague, who was on the podcast back at Alton Park, is obviously working very closely with you, isn't it? Rich Energy and OMG. What's it
2: like working yeah. with Dave? Um, thankfully, he works out of a different office to me, so I don't have to deal <laughs> with him quite so much. Now, I like, I like Dave a lot. He's got a great passion for the sport. Yeah. He knows so many people within the paddock, uh, which is what he's doing for, for the rich side of things is that it's um, to try and be as unbiased as possible. He does. He's not actually employed by the team, so he, he, and he's he's loosely employed by Rich, but um, there's no allegiance to the team for him. So it, it gives him freedom to to talk to anybody and everybody, and if need be, slag us off because we've done something wrong. While
3: receiving so. free drinks and food in your hospitality, seems, we'll seems sort of like does. I do sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it seems everybody gets free drinks and yeah oh well <laughs> no Dave's a great guy the off track podcast by the way is Dave's podcast uh, give that one a listen uh, and chasing the racing for that matter as well Chrissy Rouse's podcast now the other question Alan I was going to mention before how difficult has it been or how challenging has it been to come in to the British Superbike Championship as a completely new team four years ago can you give us an insight into what that is actually
2: like because it's not something many people will ever experience I'm sure oh we probably did it the, the wrong way um I think the way you're meant to do it is that you start at Junior super sport and you go to Stock 6 and you go to Stock 3 and so forth. Uh, and you, you build your own heritage of five or ten years of, of getting used to what you're doing and understanding what's going on. And we didn't do any of that. We, we, we went straight uh-huh. into Superbike um, and sort of tried to learn as we went along. Uh, I mean, the team are very, very experienced in the paddock. I'm not, personally. Um, so, we, we, but yeah, we're just the new boys and it was... Um, I'm, I'm not sure everybody likes. Sorry, Billy's been a dick. Um, I, I think we're we're perhaps not as serious enough for some people. But Not as serious en- enough for some people. Yeah, I, I think, I think um, there's a certain reverence in the paddock, which is 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 quite right to a certain degree. Do you remember Hesketh racing in F1? James Hunt used to race. For Darren Fry is now returning
3: the favour. Yes. Um, Hesketh racing in F1 back in the 70s came into a very sort of pompous paddock. I wasn't there, but I've read and watched it. You know, <coughs> drinking champagne and bringing yeah. in Bentleys and all the rest of it. You're a bit like that, aren't you? The fun no, team, but I, but not fun in a stupid way.
2: Just a fun-loving team, but I a competitive mean, I team. I wouldn't say the paddock is pompous. And please don't put those words. Oh, no this no, paddock isn't. This yeah, paddock no, isn't. exactly. Um, no, I, I think we try and. I mean, I come into racing because it's fun. Uh, yeah. You know, and so we should keep keep things fun. And we're all we all have a laugh. We're all friends within the team. We like to consider ourselves a family because we'll all sort of do anything. But, you know, if anybody needs anything, then we do it. Um, But also with other people in the paddock as well. There are other teams that we've helped in the paddock in in some of the support classes and so forth and continue to continue to do so. Um, I think we should be a happy family. You, You compete on the track. You don't have to compete off it. Yeah, I completely agree with you, actually.
3: Thanks very much, Alan. Pleasure. Anything else you want to say? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Right, get Bye. lost then. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Alan is genuinely one of the nicest guys in the BSB paddock. Uh, right. I can see Philip Neal. Jack Bernicke mentioned him before from Synetic BMW. They've had a tremendous weekend. Philip? just a really quick one for the Eurosport podcast if you don't mind yeah. sorry to butt in while you're packing everything away congratulations mate I mean two wins out of three.
0: Oh man it's uh, yeah and, and look we're not gritty but it could have so easily been three so yes. I said to Danny before the last race you know this this is not motocross but in motocross we had an overall winner out of the three races and I said I'll be real happy if you're the overall winner today yeah. I didn't expect him to go out and, and, and as you say land the second win but you, you know what you don't get days like that very often in this game you, you know you genuinely don't it, it wasn't even that Danny won the races he didn't inherit anything you know he, he won the races with ease and he won them yeah. he was comfortable and he was able to pass pretty much anywhere you just don't get that very often and you, you know like it's no—it's testament to the team it's testament to the new MWR. We we've seen the potential the way Peter's been riding it all year already the OMG guys have been strong yeah, yeah. and you know we had, to, we had to put our socks up and up our game and thankfully we did that today
3: and of course, we saw some great performances from Michael Vandermark and Tom Sykes in the World Superbike meeting last weekend at Donington Park. I know it's different regulations, completely different circuit and so on, but it feels like there's a bit of a BMW renaissance coming. Is that fair?
0: Yeah, it is. You know, BMW are serious about this. They, they, they didn't bring out an MRR. You know, if you knew what the M stands for in BMW, you know how serious they are about it. And they didn't, they didn't take it lightly and putting that name behind this project and uh, although the bike looks similar to last year there's obviously you know significant amount of changes with it it is early days for all of us but for it to come out of the box and be as competitive as it is right away um, it's testament to the work that they have done and I do believe it's going to get stronger obviously some of the bikes are better at certain circuits we haven't you know let's see where we let's see what this is a good circuit for, for Danny it's never been a good circuit for us as a team we've had, we've had, we've had bad luck here a few times um, so really really happy to put that to bed today and, and come away with a couple of wins. Have
3: these winglets made a big difference. We talked about it pre-season, didn't we? Places like Alton, Cadwell here at Knockhill. Has it made a big difference?
0: Massive. And 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 I say I don't say that I don't say that lightly because it's really strange and I can't give you an answer why this is the case, mm. but it seems to be more the rider the rider feel is more it's, it's different from one rider to another. Yeah. Right from the very first day we rode the bike, Danny was kind of euphoric when he came in the garage. He was actually, uh, like he was actually shouting, unbelievable, f- mega. Andrew said, "Yeah, yeah, I can feel it," but in a different area. Yeah. He talked about a, he talked about corner entry. Danny talked about corner exit, sure. and uh, you know, to me that that was a bit of a. I thought, at the start, I took that lightly and I thought mm, that's probably just a a rider on the day thing. But as we've gone on, I heard Dan, Danny being asked a question today. You know what? How does your bike here today feel compared to other superbikes you've ridden? and he 100% without even hesitation he put it down to the wings he said the wings are what makes a difference around here
3: because uh, okay. yeah, so. on the flip side in previous seasons we've heard riders with certain bikes and teams come in after a first test thinking oh my god what's this I mean confidence confidence confidence
0: well well, you know we've, we've rode the bike in, in road race trim as well and, and, and our rider there didn't really feel a huge difference um, you know as I say Andrew noticed it in different areas but Danny I mean look at the speed of him through that chicane man he was going through that chicane yeah, like yeah. it was a straight yeah. like it was part yeah, of straight was, he was flying over yeah, it he was defying logic there really yeah. to be honest with you and I, every lap I almost closed my eyes when he went through there <laughs> I've had riders go through there fast before over the years but they're out of shape you know you can see the bike bouncing yeah. he wasn't even leaving the ground
3: That's True, that is true yeah, <laughs> it's yeah.
0: incredible incredible look he made a difference today the bike the, the the new MRR as I say it's a great package the team hopefully are, are, are strong enough I think we've proven that over the years but Danny made the difference today uh, and Andrew's not going yet Andrew Andrew will' we find this comfort zone for Andrew and uh, he will I mean he, had, he was on his he was on his way forward there in that last race and he made a little mistake ran on at the herman lost all the places like he'd been he'd been past people like Brooks eh? it's not you know he not on his best form at the minute but hey still no slouches right Kyle ride he was you know he was ahead of some some, yeah. some some decent riders.
3: Oh, we know how talented Andrew Irwin is. He'll yeah. be back, won't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Hope so. Yeah, well, uh, sure so.
3: <laughs> Philip, thank you very much yeah. for that. Really appreciate it. It's great, isn't it, that we have such a happy mood in the VSP paddock after some of the miserable times we're going through and people still are going through at the moment, at least there's some sense of normality. Now, we will be back with episode 101 of the podcast. I uh, hope you've enjoyed episode 100. And again, thank you very much for all of your support over the last three or so years with the Full Throttle podcast. And I say thank you also to Pete Burton and uh, Olaf Isaio and everyone back at... Discovery slash Eurosports in Chiswick for the tremendous effort that goes into Full Throttle we are a relatively small team but we do what we can and most of all of course to all of you listening wherever you are and that's what I love about podcasts you can listen to them when you're on the go when you're on the train waiting for a bus at home whatever driving along perhaps And uh, we're very much looking forward to bringing you the next 100 podcast. We were actually hoping to do something a bit more spectacular for this 100th episode, but we've been a bit hamstrung recently by some of these restrictions in place with COVID. So at least we've been able to have a a sort of socially distanced walk, stretching the microphone out uh, with the full length of my arm in the pit lane here at Knock Hill in Scotland. But I think I'll sign off there. We'll be back with the podcast next week. And then another one uh, as we commentate on World Superbikes from Assen. And that'll be in a couple of weeks' time. But for now, what a happy pit lane it is here for British Superbikes at Knock Hill. It's been a rather stunning weekend of action on the track and plenty to go at in the championship now as well. Having had, what, three wins for Yamaha at Alton Park and Jason Hadaran, a win here on Saturday for Christian Iden and Ducati, and now two BMW wins as well. A significant start then to the season for the Cinetic team. Danny Boom Boom bucken he won here on a Kawasaki, and now he's done a double with Philip Neal's Cynetic BMW team. The BMW M1000RR is a British superbike winner. We will be back next week with full throttle. That'll be Monday the 19th of July. Neil McKenzie's 60th birthday. Speak to you all next week.